College football fans, the championship is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook is making sure you can throw down on the epic showdown for a shot at big bucks. New customers can score 150 and instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 on the championship game. Download the app now and use code Shannon. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Shannon. The crown is yours. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your parts is guaranteed to fit your ride every time for your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Nightcap Basketball Edition. I'm your favorite unk, sports unk, that is, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero, Mr. Hibachi, Arizona Wildcat legend, best player, hoop player in their history. That's Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Nightcap is now officially over 600,000 subscribers, 609,000 subscribers. Thank you for subscribing to the Nightcap podcast feed. And the and the uh, Club Shay Shay podcast feed. I know a lot of you guys in the chat <laughs> talking about the Cat Williams interview. We will touch on that a little later in the show. Uh, I want to thank Gilbert for joining us. You can also get Nightcap through the Club Shay Shay feed, and you guys have done a great job of getting uh, both feeds. You can also catch Gilbert Gil's Arena channel on YouTube. His show airs Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, 2.38, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. That again, Gills Arena airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. So that's Gil. We've also, go subscribe, make sure you uh, support Gil. He's doing a great job coming in on Wednesdays. We're looking to add another day somewhere down the line, but we haven't decided what, and Gil has done a great job. So, Gil, we want to thank you. I oh, want all you, the uh, nightcap loyalists to thank Gil. We've also pinned Shea by Laportier at the top of the chat. Uh, the holidays, you miss New Year's, but guess what? We got Valentine's Day, President's Day, St. Patrick's Day, and that big Super Bowl party that's going to be right around the corner. So go buy yourself a bottle or someone that you love and help support your favorite on. Then you up right into it, Gail. The Lakers beat, the, uh, excuse me, the Heat beat the Lakers <laughs> 110 to 96. 
And I think this is an unforgivable because they're playing without their best player or second best player in Jimmy Butler. Whether mm-hmm. it's Bam or Jimmy, but they're right there, 1A, 1B. Yep. You can't lose by 14 to a team that doesn't have their best, one of their two best players. No, that's facts. I mean, it's it's embarrassing at this point. Um, I mean, you know, how, how many games are going to go when the same two people are not giving you any offensive production, right? It's, you know, both the same two people we're talking about, you know, Vando Cam- and, and Cam Reddish, Cam and Prince, they zero and zero. Yes. <laughs> so unless you're unless you're, you're the, the guy you were guarding scored zero and zero, someone has to make up that point differential. And, and I do. Uh, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you're and right, that, Gil. And that's the problem. Like, you know, you, you guys combined for zero. The guys you're guarding combined for 37. So that means someone mm. has to take on that responsibility. And that's what ends up happening with team when you do, when you have lineups like this. Yeah, I'm looking. They had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They had eight guys in double figure. The Heat did. Yeah. And the Lakers, Anthony Davis has been great. I saw him at an event the other night over the last five games. He's averaging 30, 13, five assists, three and a half blocks, uh, uh, almost two steals, shooting 58% from the floor. And the Lakers are one in five in those ball games. LeBron did not have it tonight, played 38 minutes. He was six of 18, all six from the uh, three-point line. And he didn't attempt a free throw. He didn't. That, that tells me he wasn't as aggressive as he needed to be. Uh, six, he did have six rebounds, six assists. Uh, but he was minus 20 tonight. And that's very unlike him um, for him to play that many minutes and shoot that poorly from the field. Um, no, but no. That's just, go ahead. Go ahead, Gil. What, what ends up happening, Unc, is, is, is the whole thing of what I've always been saying. If you have two guys on there that's not meant for offense, meant for defense, that means we're going to sit and net LeBron. So we're not going to allow him to come. So you're going to guard, you're guarding LeBron. I'm right behind you. My other guy's right behind you. So he's seeing three people all the time. And we're like passing to the guys. Now this guy takes one shot. Why am I guard? Why am I ever going to lead guard? Why am I going to stop guarding LeBron with you? Right. He takes one shot. Like he's yeah. not a threat. You have, you're playing, you're playing three on five. So it's easy to keep LeBron James out of the lane if he has to run through three people. So he's forced to shoot jumpers. It's like playing his own. Right. You can't play that many minutes. Um, Torian Prince played 29 minutes. He gave you zero points. Cam mm-hmm. Reddish played 19 minutes. He gave you zero points. Jerry Vanderbilt played 16 minutes. He gave you four points. So those are guys that you were counting on. Mm-hmm. And between the three of them, they gave you four points. Four and points. and that's what happens, Gil. Let's just say in, in this when you look at a when you look at a team, if my superstars, one of my superstars isn't having a good day, where else can I get offense from? Can mm-hmm. I get some of my role players to go give me 20? Can mm-hmm. I give, can I get two of my role players? One give me 20, the other give me 15. Cause AD, both of those, the likelihood of both of those guys being off isn't very likely. Mm-hmm. One of those guys are gonna have it going. And so I know I'm gonna get somewhere between 20 and 32 from one of those guys. Now, both of those guys, they normally give me around 50 and 20 rebounds a game, uh, a night. LeBron didn't have it tonight. Austin Reeves played great. 7 mm-hmm. to 12, 8 or 9 from the free throw line. He was sensational. But I'm counting on Jerry Vanderbilt. I'm yeah. counting on Torian Prince. I'm counting on Cam Reddish. I'm <laughs> counting on them to do what? What, what exactly <laughs> am I counting on them for? And what am I counting on them to do? 
Hey, uh, you counting on them to, to to have a nice cardio day is what you count on. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's there's a problem when Kevin Love when Kevin Love plays 28 minutes. You know there's a problem. Kevin yeah. Love 28 from Love. Yeah. 35. Who can? Oh my God! Like when I seen he was playing, I'm like, yo, go at at least go at him. He had 10 points and 14 rebounds. He couldn't even play in the Denver series. Nope. <laughs> nope. And the thing is, the Lakers, the Lakers out rebounding by eleven. Mm-hmm. The Lakers out rebounding by eleven, and you and you lose. The Lakers, they got to get better three point shooting. I mean, they got yeah. out shot from the three point line, sixteen made to only the Lakers were four of thirty from the three point line. Yeah, you're not going to win very many games, even if your two superstars go mm-hmm. off. You shoot that poorly from the three-point line, and you allow the other team to plus 13 you from the three-point. So they got 39 more points from that line than what you got. Mm-hmm. The likelihood of you winning. And the Lakers was 22. They were 22 or 24 from the free-throw line. So they were aggressive. Mm-hmm. But you're getting ones and twos. They're getting threes. It's, it's, it's like okay, if we translated to football, it's like having Lamar Jackson, but he has no receivers at right. all. Mm-hmm. Right, there's no receiver, so it's easy to set the defense knowing that you can only run, you right. cannot pass the ball because there's nobody here to catch it. Right, it makes it it makes it harder, and that becomes the problem with LeBron and AD. It makes it harder when you have nobody who can shoot the long ball. Right, we're just gonna sit in here and wait for you guys to come to us. Where did the Lakers go from here? Now they're under 500. At one point in time, they were great. I mean, we saw them in the uh, in the in-season tournament. They go 7-0 in the in-season tournament game. They win that last game against Indiana by double digits. Uh, mm-hmm. I think 15, 20 points. And we're like, okay, they're on to something. Guys are playing really, really well. It hadn't correlated coming out of the in-season tournament as well as many thought it would, especially myself. I think you thought that same way also. Where do the Lakers go from here? What do they need to do? It it, it kind of looks like they're doing it, and in real time, we're we're still judging them, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're getting ready to trade because the fact that you didn't play Rui tonight or D'Lo lets us know you're shelving them to probably make a move, right? And I, I think they're trying to make some type of trade to get some shooters here because they are benching players that should be playing. Right. So, you know, that's what it, it that's what it really looks like now. This is that move when you're like, all right, I ain't playing today. All right, cool, coach. All right. <laughs> but Gil, I, I thought if you get ready to trade, be like, if I'm getting ready to trade my car or sell my car, mm-hmm. I'm gonna clean it up. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a new set of a wax on that thing. I'm gonna <laughs> get it detailed inside and out. I'm gonna make sure the tires nice and neat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do everything. I thought I thought to add value or maybe increase the value of Rui or increase the value of D'Lo. Wouldn't you like get these guys say, come on, guys, y'all gonna give us something? No, I think I think the value of Rui and D'Lo has already been set. I think that's where Van came in, in right? Like where the hell he comes from? Because I think they're trying to show that he's healthy, his foot is healthy, and we can probably move him and try to see if we can, you know, get some type of blockbuster trade. Yeah, the thing about the Lakers, they have very tradable contracts. A Vanderbilt mm-hmm. contracts very friendly. Uh, 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 D'Lo contracts friendly. Rui is 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 is, is friendly. Mm-hmm. I think Torian Prince is on a one year deal. If you want to decide to move him, um, 
Yeah, it's just for whatever reason. And I remember when they made the move last year and the guy's like, okay, you got another, you got a year under your system. You played with AD, you played with LeBron, you played with uh, 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 um, uh, Austin Reeves. I really thought it was going to be a lot better. And it started off better considering where they started off last year. But, you you know, you were saying that because they didn't have what they ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Now they start the season with that. And for whatever reason, it just has not materialized like many thought it would. I mean, the summer looked good. It, it was decent. You just signed your players back. You didn't upgrade right. really in any position while everyone else was making moves. So, right. you know, signing your players back sounds great if you had a great team. Right. But, you know, with the Lakers, you you really needed a third a third star getting landing Kyrie would have been amazing, you know, especially if you didn't have to lose AD or LeBron. So that would right. have been a great pick for, for, oh, for, absolutely. for free agency. Um, and the fact that he was a free agent, you, you telling me you couldn't write no checks under the table. What's the point <laughs> of being a billionaire if you can't write no checks under the table? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Nah, you know, the last team that wrote a, a check up under the table, it almost ruined their franchise. That was Minnesota with the Joe Smith situation. You remember what it did to the Minnesota Timberwolves when David Stern found out? They yeah. had they had a, a under-the-table agreement. It almost, it almost it was the equivalent almost the equivalent of the death penalty that SMU got placed on them when they were playing player playing paying players in the 80s. No, 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 fact that it, it, it did take I mean, listen, that, that shit's still hunting them now. <laughs> they're still hunting them now, huh? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, sometimes you just gotta make a move, right? When you when you know, this is about um sacrificing the chances, right? You know, yeah, you know what happened? Let's make a long story short. Mm-hmm. The long story short, the Lakers advanced to the Western Conference Finals last year, and they mm-hmm. lost to the they lost to the eventual champs in the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. And they thought. If they had been healthy, healthier, or with another year of these guys playing together, they would be better served. They thought they had a team. It was fool's goal oh. because you got LeBron and you got LeBron playing out of his mind for someone that age with those many minutes. AD mm-hmm. gave you tremendous. Austin Reeves play, played him, pay, played his way into the contract that he rightfully earned. Mm-hmm. But no one else that you did, they didn't think. But what happens? See, you only think forward-thinking. Man, we're going to get better. What happens if those guys don't? What happens if those guys regress? Which mm-hmm. is just as good a chance or possibility or likelihood as them getting better. Based on their history and what we've seen from each individual guy in their tenure in the NBA. You look at D'Lo, you look at Rui, you look at Vando, you look at Torian Prince. What has their history shown you? Mm-hmm. So if you ju- if you look at it like that, we probably, because you were hoping, I'm not worried about LeBron. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about, uh, uh, I wasn't worried about AD. The only thing you're worried about, can AD stay healthy? And mm-hmm. he's all played all the games with the exception of two. Austin Reed, you could see from the first year to the second year, you could see leaps and bounds that he had gotten better. Mm-hmm. The other guys in their career, in their history, what have they shown you? Nothing. Slow movement. And, and, but that's the that's the thing with franchises themselves, right? You're happy with success. You're not building to think this is chess, right? Mm-hmm. What if Denver made a move 
where would that put us? What if Clippers made a move, which they did? Right. What if uh, Suns made a move, which they did, right? You got to go on it. Right. What if, what if um, Boston made a move? They did. Yeah. What if Bucks made a move? And they did. They did. Right. 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 So every all the competitors that you would be fighting for a championship with actually upgraded. Yeah. But you didn't. Right. They right. got exponentially be, better. You had to be thinking that, hey, when we go into the summer, these guys are going to be looking to make moves to, to jump in front of Denver, right? Because as of now, we're not as good or we would have won. So Correct. we have to get a piece to get in front of them. So if you know everyone has to at least get a piece, you should have been going after that too. I, I agree. Let's move on. The Clippers beat the Suns 131-122. Paul George, 33 points on 57% field goal shooting, seven rebounds, three assists. Kawhi chipped in with 30 points on 56% field goal shooting, eight rebounds, three assists. And James Harden, 22 points on over 50%, five rebounds, 11 assists. Clippers look good. Yes, they do. Talu got them <laughs> playing. And it's not, mm-hmm. it, and yeah, and plus when you bring Russ, who's high energy off the bench, you bring Norman Powell off the bench, you got a nice backup to uh, uh, Zubats with Daniel Th- uh, Tice. They got a, they got a, uh, you know, they got a nice unit. No, I mean, when, when it first happened, you know, you're, you're thinking in hindsight, how can they all mesh in? The game itself will play itself out. Um, you know, these guys are friends. These guys are home, right? So, you know, the ego is not as high as you would think because mm-hmm. they're all actually grown up around each other. So right. sacrificing for each other here, no one expected. But as... On paper, you're saying if this team gets hot, ah, they're going to be dangerous, and that's what we're seeing now. It is, and I think the biggest thing was that Russ, being the unselfish player that he was, says, "You know what? I head to the bench mm-hmm. because I don't know if they could have had this kind of success if Russ stays in the starting lineup." So now Russ goes to the bench. He says, "I'll be the shot. I'll be the leader of the shock troops." And hey, mm-hmm. whatever you guys need, if you need me in there in the uh, in the closing lineup in the fourth quarter. I'm there, but let me run the shock troops. Harden, PG, Kawhi, y'all handle that. And if y'all need Norman Powell and myself late down the stretch, we're there. Terrence Mann, you know Terrence Mann's mm-hmm. gonna give you every guy. He can get he's streaky, he can get hot, he's gonna play outstanding de- defense, he's gonna get you a lot of loose balls. They 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 and Ty Lu has them playing very, very well. They're gonna they're gonna be if the, the, the only thing that concerns you is. How healthy will Kawhi be down the stretch into the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Paul George, and and that's the and that's the funny thing. They have so many superstars on one team. If one is not healthy, they still have three mega guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, this lets you know the difference between coaches, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, no knock against Ham. We've seen how Ham uh, dealt with LeBron. I mean, dealt with uh, Russell. Right. We see how Ham's dealing with D'Lo and, you know, uh, Reeves. Right. Yes. Right. And now we see how Ty Lue, he let the player himself look at the situation and say, hey, I'll come off the bench, which means because he is choosing to do it, he's accepted that role. Which makes it funner. If you put him on the bench and he wasn't ready to accept it, now you have a bitter guy on the bench. Right. 
which means your second unit is horrible, like the Lakers, mm-hmm. right? These guys are being benched, and you're not giving them no no chance. Let let uh, smart players, players who really want to win, they can look and see the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. But for for there to be a smooth sailing, you have to let them put themselves on the bench. They have to do that. You can't do it. So that's why the that's why the Clippers is successful right now because the guy looked around and said, you know what? Hey, I'll come off the bench. Right. I'll run the second unit and we're gonna be good. Do y'all thing. It 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 doesn't it doesn't hurt that Ty Lue is a damn good coach. He was a player. Uh he was on he was on championship winning teams. Mm-hmm. He can flat out coach. And the mistake that they made, even though they won a championship with Frank Vogel, is that the Lakers didn't sign T Lou. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when Frank was here, it's like, I mean... He, he ain't better than T. Lou. Yeah, you played Miami in a championship. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> there should have been questioned, why did you lose two games, to be honest? Right. Yeah, you should have lost two games to that team. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the Devin, uh, the Devin Booker, Paul George, but KD missed tonight's game mm-hmm. uh, with, with a hamstring injury. And, you know, last season he missed 35 games. Let me Let's go back. Over the last five seasons, KD has missed an average of 29 games a season. Uh, in 2021-22, he missed 27. In 2021-2021, he missed 37 out of 72. 19-20, he missed the entire season, 72 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point in time, we give Paul George a hard time by missing games. We give Kawhi a hard time by missing games. We give Anthony Davis a hard time by missing games. The, it is what it's right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's right there. And now you traded for KD knowing his history. You traded for Bradley Beal knowing his history. Mm-hmm. So should anybody be surprised that these guys have missed? And I know this is only KD's, I think, second or third game that he's missed. But you look at the minutes because they're so challenged. He's having to play 43 minutes. He's mm-hmm. having to play 41 minutes. He's playing 39 minutes. He's playing 40 minutes. We're 30 games into the regular season. Mm-hmm. He's playing those kind of minutes. Those are playoff minutes that you play. No, huh? facts. Facts. I, I, I... Okay. This is six. Excuse me, Gil. This is the sixth game this that he's missed. Um, even, even with that, I mean, you're still you're still in the beginning of the season where you're trying to get a certain type of rhythm. Bill's been out. So he's been doing all the heavy lifting. You know, that's a toll on them. You know, just like yes. Ron, there's a, it's a toll on these older guys for doing all the heavy lifting. Um, we can say it's hamstring, but this might be one of those, um, you know, we could take a day off, let Bill get some, get some, get some run, get some, uh, get some of the touches. Um, what is it? Load management. This might be a load. Yeah. <laughs> this might be a load management time. So, um, you you never know really what's behind the curtain. Um, I think we're just all waiting to see when all three of them are playing together and they have 10, 15 games into their system together. What do they look like? And we, we, I think our frustration is we can't judge them yet. And we don't right. have a grade for them because as a whole, we don't know what they all look like. Are we sure they're going to be able to get a 15-game stretch together based <laughs> on their history? I mean, we just, let, let's just, let's, let's just be honest, Gil. Mm-hmm. Look at Bill's history. 
Look at KD's history. Book's been pretty healthy. Now, his mm-hmm. hamstring, he kind of got a bulky, he got a bulky wheel also. Mm-hmm. But what's the likelihood that we're going to see a stretch where these guys play somewhere 15, 20 games together? After All-Star break, right? The way this, the way that, the, the way it's looking now, I'm assuming after All-Star break, because when KD comes back, I'm pretty sure Booker's going to probably take a little break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, this is chess, son. Huh? Like, you know, Booker take a couple break, and then after All-Star break, you know, there's 32 games left, 30, round the 32, 33. Let's move, right? Well, if I, it's going to be very interesting because that All-Star game, ain't no guarantee Book's going to get selected. With the way Shea's playing, you still got Steph Curry, who's a fan favorite, and you got Luka. Man, we're not doing that the book every year. <laughs> we're not doing that the book every year. Gil, Gil, all honesty, who you you putting him in over Shea? You putting him in over Steph? Or you putting him in over Luka? I ain't mentioned De'Aaron Fox, who's giving you 30 a night. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> but no, because there's going to be a power forward. There's going to be a power forward in there that don't belong. There's going to be a power forward that don't belong. And then, and then they do that every year. They do that every year. You got because it be it's six. It ain't, ain't a whole lot because you think about it. You got Braun, KD, mm-hmm. AD. Mm-hmm. You got Sabonis. Those are really uh, uh right that's really only bigs. But him, right? Come on, like he's not. He's not. Booker. He's really. He's really a five. Let's just say but, he's a five because they don't really have. I mean, come on now. I understand Gobert, but come on now. What we go? What we gonna do with Gobert? But that's the point. That's the the whole thing about the All Star Game is this: the the when you're doing reserves, right? It's you're voting. They tell you to vote for the best seven or the best eight. <laughs> you best for you you vote for the best eight, and then someone puts them in position. Right. So, so in reality, Book can have the third most votes as a starter, but because they have two guards in front of him, now they got to fill the roster up with power forwards and and wing guys, and it's like that's unfair. Because you know, Steph, Steph is Steph is probably going to win the fan vote. He's Steph Curry. Listen, Ja got Ja came back, so we don't yeah. know what the fans going to oh, do oh. just for Ja himself. He he ain't he ain't beating Steph because Steph has already been Steph has been a captain. No, no, and you no. know how many votes you got to be to be a captain. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. But but oh, you oh, now now you okay? Jaw's back. So mm-hmm. now you got Jaw, you got Shea, you got Luca, you got Steph, you got D Fox, and you got Book. You can't take six guards, but you should. <laughs> Man, but what I'm saying is think about think about it. I'm like <laughs> think about it. if those six guards are all averaging 30 and they're in the top eight in scoring, that is horrible to say these ain't all-stars. They yeah. are all star. They shouldn't be competing against each other. They should be competing against the people that's being selected too. So if it's me versus Rudy, whose numbers is better? Mine's. Well, I'll get the rebound, goddammit. I think I think what's going to happen is that some of these guards are going to get left because they're going to have to have some bigs. And and there's a chance that Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, because those are the biggest guys. AD and LeBron's going to make it. Mm-hmm. KD's going to make it. Um, I, who, 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 and you got Sabonis. I, know, those, you got, those, I mean, you got um, Joker. Yeah, Yoke's going to make it. Gonna, so you have, so the starting two guards, I mean, the, the two guards, so it makes it tough because uh, Luca and Steph will be starting. <laughs> so you now you have a now you have Shea, who's the MVP candidate coming yes. off the oh, man. Yes, yes. And so when you and you look at it, and and, and D Fox is getting you what? What he's giving 30. you? Mm-hmm. 
and you, and you got Jaw. I think you know Jaw coming back late. That might hurt him, especially with the reporters. I think the I think the players and the fans. It all it all it's all contingent, but I think it's going to hurt, hurt it with the reporters. Um, the players they love Jaw and rightfully so because he's watching him being at a game and watching him how he elevates and how he can contort his body. Yeah, and he's not a big man. Mm-mm. Uh, as far as far as far as you know, thin frame to go to take that pounding because it's like every time he, he's elevating, he's landing on the floor. Yeah, but it's going to be a very very tough situation. I don't envy the guys that's having to make that make that decision because somebody's going to miss an All Star game because they happen to play a position play a position <laughs> and, and that's- that uh. And it sucks because you've already changed the format, right? You when you yeah. got scared that um, Petrula was it Petrula who almost who almost made yeah it? yeah yeah and the, the, very, the very next year you changed it up, right? Yeah. So you you change it for when you want to. If six guards in the West are the top <laughs> six players in the in in, in the West Coast, right? You have to change it for them. You can't mm-hmm. say, oh, Booker, you're not an all-star, which you're not an all-star, but you're going to be an all-NBA player. That's the, yeah. that's the downside of it. Right. He doesn't make top 24, but he becomes top 15. And then the guy who you put as a top 24 is not even going to make any of those lists. That's yeah. the horrible part about that. About yeah. that. And, and you look, it, it happens in all sports. Every year there's a receiver or there's a running back or there's a lineman, offense, defense mm-hmm. that someone thinks that should have made it and didn't make it. Um, and, and oh, we forgot Ant-Man. <laughs> but uh, see, with Ant-Man, they're going to put him as a wing. So he gets to make it. <laughs> oh, they're going oh, uh, to they they list him as a wing? Yeah, they'll, they'll list him as a wing and he gets oh. to make it. Right. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to be very... Hey, oh, what, so what they gonna list? What they gonna list Ka- Ka- Kawhi and PG as? See, <laughs> yo, you forget. And James Harden, what you gonna list him as? Like, see, like some. That's what I said. If if Book is gonna have troubles making it, averaging them twenty eight, eight and eight. But they see they got they got Ant Man as a guard in the in the uh, All Star voting. So if they got him as a guard, then they'll take. Um, they'll probably take Ant Man and. <laughs> they'll probably take Ant-Man and Fox. Where's Fox record at? Where were they record? I think they just, I think, did they hold on to beat Orlando tonight? Hold on. Yeah. They in double OT is 136 with 4.2 seconds. Sacramento's up 138, 135. They, they, so they're 19 and 13. Um, 18 and 16. I mean, it'll go, it'll be close between Fox and Booker that'll be with Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is not having a good night tonight. Uh, Sabonis is twenty. Sabonis is twenty-two, twenty-three, and twelve. Yeah, see, I mean, that's what I said. So it's you know him, Cat. You know they're, they're gonna they're gonna sneak in, but yeah. you know Kawhi, they, they're gonna sneak up. Like you're gonna, they'll find a way to put the players that they want in. But it's usually it's usually a guard that gets that gets messed up because the guard nows are the more dominant players. I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, Luka Doncic is averaging 33. Shea Gilgis is averaging 31. Mm-hmm. Darren Fox is averaging 30. Steph Curry is averaging 28. <laughs> Anthony Simons is averaging 27. Ant Man is averaging 27. Devin Booker is averaging 26. Jaws averaging 26. Oh, I left out Kyrie too. 
Well, I mean, yeah, see, they'll keep it back. Like, oh, you ain't play. You ain't play enough games. So, right. you know, they'll try to make an excuse. Um, you know, it, it, some some years it's it's just very difficult. Like when um when Steve Nash was uh, MVP, he came off the bench in All Star game. Yeah. Yeah, T Mac and and and, and uh, Kobe at the one that's <laughs> gone. Oh yeah, nobody's surprised by that. You know, so you know it's it's. So hey, look, I voted up to remember when they voted Magic. Magic wasn't even playing, and they voted him into the All Star game, and he started and won the MVP down in Orlando because <laughs> I win. <laughs> so Kobe you, voted in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If they want to get you in, they can get you into that ball game. Yeah. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. There was something that happened. Uh, Devin Booker on Paul George beat on beat. Hmm. They asked him uh, before the game. He says it's just hoops. Do you think fans care more about players beef than players actually care about the beef? Yeah, I, you know, when it comes to beef in the NBA, like it really has to be something personal. Yeah, us like jibber jabbing on the court. Um, you know, I'm winning. You, I'm talking. You can't guard me. Yeah, I got four. You know, like like what Clay did to book. Yeah. I got four. Yeah. Clay was in his feelings. Yeah. He was hurt. He was in his feelings. Yeah, I got four of these. Really? But they got nobody. That has nothing to do with me busting your ass right now. Yeah, the Reeves can't help. <laughs> the Reeves can't help me today. But that's that, that's it. That's where we leave it at. So I think uh, sometimes when we when you, when the players go back on when they go back and forth on Twitter or or social media, I think the fan base themselves like really take on to it like it's a real thing when it's yeah. just this is just court stuff yeah I, I think the fans like it because the fans like to know that like players genuinely dislike each other yeah because the old guard they didn't fraternize as much as the guys currently do but i think it had a lot to do a lot of these guys played on the same aau team yeah a lot of these guys grew up playing against each other it's not like oh the first time i meet you is at the McDonald's All-American game, mm-hmm. or we met one time at an AAU tournament my, our senior year. These guys start growing up, traveling, and playing against each other. They're 10, 12 years of age. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, they play. They see each other every summer. 
they see each other. And if they fortunate, they have to go to college, they see each other. And then so they built up a friendship. It's like LeBron and Melo. Mm-hmm. Bro, they started playing against each other when they were juniors in high school. Yeah. So they built they built up a friendship. And a lot of these guys like Ja and Zion, they were on the same team. Yep. But friendship, listen, if usually our best friend is the person we go to war with the most. Right. Right. The, from video games to sports to to really anything. That's who we compete with the most. So the competition on the court is competition. The friends that are on the court are going to go at each other the most. Charles Barkley and Jordan were friends. We're going to yes. kill all night. Right. Jordan going to try, yeah. try to get him so drunk that he can't play tomorrow. Right. They're friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas and Magic. Magic. Different. But what happens when that game starts? Yeah. What's that game start? It's livelihood. Period. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't want you to have bragging rights because I already know you talk ish. So yeah. you ain't going to be talking to this someone when you playing golf or we playing <laughs> something. Man, you remember my butt? Nah, no. You're yeah. not going to have that. Because the thing, and, and I had Magic and I had Isaiah on my podcast, Club Shay Shay. Magic said his teammates wanted to know, man, you all buddy-buddy with Isaiah. What you going to do? Isaiah came down the lane. He saw they saw what he was gonna do. Like, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say the his butt. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and and that's how and that's how it is. It's it's um like you rarely have like the Jordan Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah. Where in a sense is Jordan probably thought the way he was being hit was personal and not the game. Right. Like, are y'all doing this on per? Is this this ain't bad? Yeah, they did. But they beat the hell out of everybody like yeah. that. There's a reason why they adopted the bad boys. They had Raiders jerseys on because they had that mentality because that's how the Raiders out, Raiders were outlaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything went. They clotheslined you. They ripped your head off. They kicked it. They didn't yeah. matter. Mm-hmm. And so they adopted that style, that physical style in the Knicks and Miami. But if you go back and look at it, the Boston and, and, and L.A. was playing like that. Yeah. Before the Pistons were. No facts. Yeah. Go look when 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 uh, uh, Kevin McHale snatched Kurt Rambis ass out the sky. <laughs> now that's what I said back then. That's that's how they played. But you know, like I guess I guess it's like this: if Isaiah and Jordan had like some type of friendship, you know, because yeah. if Isaiah basically was running Chicago and Jordan's coming there, so he's protected. And right. now your team is doing this to me when we're playing yeah. basketball. I can see how it can, it can kind of rub you the wrong way. And, yeah. you know, you're not shaking my hand. We shake y'all hands. It became more personal than on court stuff. Gail, I'm a little older than you, but I'm old enough to remember this. Isaiah and them didn't start walking off the court. Go back and look at the Celtics. Mm-hmm. When the Pistons beat the Celtics, go look and see who walked off the court. Mm-hmm. Celtics. Yes. Mm-hmm. But everybody forgot that. It's about Isaiah Wishing. But ain't nobody mentioned. Go back and look it up. If y'all think I'm lying, go back and look it up when the Pistons finally broke through and beat the Celtics. And watch what the Celtics did. Listen, I get it. But (laughs) this is between me and you. Y'all beat us last year. We shook your hands. But but, this year, we don't get the same respect. But that's the same thing Isaiah was saying about the Celtics. When y'all beat us all them years, mm-hmm. we shook y'all hand. Uh-huh. Now we finally get the upper hand. But they made, but see, everybody made it seem like this was the first time that it actually happened, mm-hmm. and Isaiah was the orchestrator yeah. of it. No, the Celtics they did it a couple of years before that. Did it a couple of years before. But you know they like the Celtics. They like Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> they like Isaiah. It ain't and like so, black. 
Nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. Uh, the Pacers beat the Bucks 142-130. The Pacers are now 4-1 against Milwaukee this season. It got, chi- you know, the game got a little chippy because remember what happened after the ball incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Giannis got what? Giannis scored 62, 63 yep. points. Four, 64 and, points. And, and one guy had a one point and he got the game ball. And Giannis say, they say I got the game ball, but it doesn't feel like the game ball. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Tyrese Halliburton, another monster yeah. night, 31 points, 12 assists, three blocks, zero turnover. He became the second player in NBA history with a 30-10-3-0. 30 points, at least 30 points, at least 12 uh, assists with three blocks and zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, he put together back-to-back 20 points. Yep. One was a 20, assi- 20 mm-hmm. assists, zero turnovers, and the other was a 23-2 turnover. Mm-hmm. There, what's, what's going on with the Pacers? Having watched the Pacers, I've watched the Pacers a little bit because I like to get up and down, but I watched them at the end-season tournament at the NBA Finals. They're looking to run at any chance. Yeah. Make or miss. Mm-hmm. They'll get it off the rim and run, or they'll take it out the net and run. But you better get back. Yep. Now they ain't gonna play no defense. <laughs> they ain't gonna play. Uh, they not they not playing no defense. And even Rick Carlisle said, even your girlfriend at some point in time gonna leave you if you're not playing defense. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna play no defense. But I tell you what, you better get back. Cause if you don't, they'll run you out the gym. It it reminds me of like that early 2000 J Kid. You know, you got J Kid. Uh, Kerry Kittles, uh, you got RJ, New Jersey Nets, and that New Jersey Net team. Where soon as they got, soon as you scored, they coming down the lane. There was no time for celebration because they was coming right. back at you. Mixed with the shooting of when Suns and Steve Nash got there, mm-hmm. right? Where it's the perfect team. For Halley, you have a bunch of guys who can make shots. Correct. All he has to do is just find you. Mm-hmm. And when you have guys like this, this is what's so funny. This is the, like the type of players Braun needs. These, these, the, the Smith, Brown, um, Turner, he, he needs those type of guys who can hit the open shot, take the open shot so he can, the, the court is open. Yeah. But it's, you know, scoring, I mean, making 20 assists, 20 assists in today's game, right? Seems easy, but it's not. Not, hell no. It's because you depended on somebody making a shot. So it is not like, it's not like laying the ball up. Mm -hmm. Like when Magic, I think when Magic had that that 20 assists, he had Kareem. Kareem throwing the sky hook, which is a very high percentage shot. If you look at the the Pacers, man, they, they got a, wow. They were 25 or 34 from three. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to win a lot of games. You shoot, you miss nine threes, and you make over 20, you're going to win that ball game. Yeah. You're going to win that ball game. They dropped the 47-point third quarter on, on, on Milwaukee here. And that's the thing that they can do. You look at it, they got one, two, three, four, five, six. They got seven guys in double figures. They got two guys with nine. So they're looking to push the ball. Mm-hmm. So... All that missing, and you know, you you looking looking for a foul. The moment you shoot a shot or you miss a layup, and you look at the official, yeah, they, they go. got that ball off the rim. They gone. And so you talking to the official, just stay right there. They gonna get you the ball back again. <laughs> they, they done laid it in the hoop, or they done made a shot. They yeah. they get the ball up, and Halliburton, man, he, he is good, man. Because I saw him making some passes. It's like he jumps in the air, and you're like, oh, man, he finna pass the ball to the corner. Now he bounce pass it to the guy right up under the basket, and he dunks it in the hoop. What's so funny is I seen him in Vegas working out for Golden State. 
So when he was coming into the draft, I'm, I'm in Vegas. He's working out for Golden State. And I remember he was trying to, like, stand on his tippy toes to be a little bit taller, right? Right. <laughs> like, cause he, you know, he didn't want to be 6'4". He wanted to be a little bit of 6'5". Six, six, um, and, you know, he asked me a question, like, you know, you're watching my game. And I'm looking at his shot, and I'm, I'm like, man, his shot is sweet. And I said, it reminds me of, like, Kevin Martin, right? Yeah. Where you, yep. And I said, if you create a pump fake with your mechanics, you will destroy because it all looks the same because right. you have to wind it up. So if you hit the wind up, everyone's going to jump. Right. Once you realize the same mechanics as your shot and your pump fake, trust me, you're going to eat in this league. And to see that same player who was nervous about his height, working out, trying to, you know, to, to see if he can make it in the NBA, destroying it right now, is, is like, wow. Um, I'm looking at the uh, Bucks. Uh, Giannis gave you 26 and 11. Uh, Dame gave you 23. 9 of 10 from free throw. Didn't shoot the ball from three. Bell. Didn't shoot overall for well. He was 6 of 18, 2 of 8 from three. What's, have we seen enough? Are, are we still holding out judgment on the Milwaukee? What do we need to see? What, what, what are we missing? I, 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 a, a, a growl? It's like, <laughs> it's like what, what, you, where is your horns? You intent, what, what the don't bucks got some shit? Where is it? Because no. no one is scared of you. No one is scared of this team. You're supposed to be a champion. When when Dane got there, everybody was like, oh, sh- this is they, no one's paying attention to you guys. And that's the bad part. Giannis 64 and you're doing all, and you average what, 38, 40 against this team before, but they're not afraid of you. And, right. and since you don't have no fear factor coming into the game, as long as the game is close, teams feel they have a chance, right? And that, that's what made the Bulls great, right? People were afraid of them. When Golden yeah. was popping, People were afraid of them. But you know, the thing, as, as great as the Bulls were offensively because of Mike, they locked you down defense. They locked you down. And they went Scottie Pip. They went Jordan. They went Hart. They went Rodman. Where are you going? Nowhere. And they pick it, and they just took turns picking you up 94. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, Pip, you got, hey, you got him the first quarter. Okay, Hart, you got him the second quarter. Okay, Jordan, hey, you got it. Yep. When you have got, and you think you look at Milwaukee. Giannis is an all-defensive player. Uh, Brooke Lopez is an all-defensive player. Bobby Porter plays great interior defense. You got Beasley. <laughs> Beasley's supposed to be a defender. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Middleton. 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 Yeah. Middleton. That that knee injury or a foot injury, whatever. Yeah. He he's not the same. I know, but it's not, it's it's not enough. And listen, you have enough defense. You don't have. Any oh, you should have more than enough. What you should have more than you enough. You don't have Indiana defense. No, 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 no. You got two all you got two all NBA defensive players in Lopez and Giannis. And you can't but you can't stop nobody. Yes. It's just it's just they don't it's something going on like within themselves. And I don't know if they're um they're not they haven't turned it on destroy mode yet. Yeah, but Brooke Lopez at 7 2 gotta give me more than five rebounds. Hey. Oh no, no, that's it, that's it. You know, no, no, no. you know what he does? What he does great 
is he boxes his man, he boxes out everybody. That's the old school ball. Let the ball hit the floor and somebody else come yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he does. Like, I, I was wondering, because I'm like, what? wait, what are you doing down there? And I'm just watching him because, you know, you know, you know, made little plays here and there. So I, yeah. only, I only need like six rebounds. Right. <laughs> and I'm watching him and he's just, he's boxing out everyone. He's making sure every, no one else gets this ball. And it's hard for him to get rebounds because he's hovering out around the three-point line. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he's when he's down there on the defensive end, yeah, he can grab some rebounds. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because he's looking to shoot threes. Yeah. And so, guy that's shooting threes, you're not going to expect him to get, you know, 13, 14 rebounds. Although, he should give me more than five at, yeah, seven, yeah. at, more than five at seven foot tall. Mm-hmm. Gil, we got to dress this elephant in the room. I don't know if you Ooh, saw it today, but I saw it. He ginormous, <laughs> and, and he he been, he been causing the stir since uh I had Cat Williams on my podcast. Oh man, uh-huh. man, Gil, and the thing is, is that when he came, I had reached out to Cat last year, and uh, he said he's gonna get to me, and so I, I just. But in the meantime, I've had Steve Harvey on the pod. I've had Cedric the Entertainer on the pod. I've had Michael Michael Blackston on the pod, uh, who, uh, uh, Ricky Smiley on the pod, mm. and so everybody's kind, of, with the exception of Steve. Steve didn't really tell any stories uh, uh, about the comedy thing. He just told him how he how he started out in comedy mm-hmm. and ended up brand. You know, Steve is is really positive now. No matter what you think of, I like Steve. I talk to Steve from time to time. He's been great. He's been great to me, and I can only judge someone by the experience that I have dealing with said person. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> when, when, so, you know, we make a little small chit chat. We're both getting mic'd up. And so I'm thinking to myself, you know, I got questions. I always set questions. So I set questions for anywhere between three hours. I say three hours, if they got that kind of time, good. But I'm thinking, Cat Williams ain't going to, you know, because he don't really do a whole lot. He doesn't do a whole lot of posting. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't do a whole lot of sit down. And like he said, you know, I got to feel like I want to. I ain't selling a product. I'm not selling a book. I don't I don't promote my shows. I got to feel like I want to come talk to said individual individual, even though I'm not selling anything. And he told me, say, now you got a great platform. He said, I love how you let. The, uh, uh, the guests talk, let them share their story. You don't interrupt, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know. Well, actually, I said the interview for about an hour and a half. That's what I go. But I always have a couple of cards that if we need to go a little longer, I can get some stuff in. Mm-hmm. So the, I, the interview goes 246. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I got another, I still got questions for another 20, 30 minutes. So we really could have gone over three hours. Uh-huh. But at that point in time, whew, I'm exhausted. Uh-huh. So, you know, I do my interview. Hey, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I'm your host, also the proprietor, blah, blah, blah. And then I read around his accolades, what he or she has done. And so we take, I say, when you come on, we take a, he took a shot. Gil, before I ask one question, he went 30 minutes. So now, as the interview he, <laughs> interview, excuse me, as the interviewer, I'm going in my head, do I cut him off? and get to the line of questioning, or do I let him go? Mm-hmm. You like let him go. Yeah. I say, God, you in control. Take the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went. I heard. I see. He he went. And that little liquor hit his body. Shook him. No, but but like he said, uh, like he said, <laughs> he said, 
I don't need to be motivated. The truth doesn't motivate. He says, I just, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to set the record straight. And he's asking me, say, well, why did you? I say, Kat, I'm assuming when someone comes on my show and they're telling me something that no one else has heard, I'm assuming they're telling me the truth. Yes. Because only said individual was there would know. Yeah. So you're asking me, well, why didn't you correct this? Hell, I wasn't on the set, so I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I can't correct it. This is your opportunity to set the record straight. Man. What's, what's so funny, that, that happens in a lot of interviewers when they say, you know, why didn't you ask them this? How the fuck am I supposed to know? Exactly. <laughs> this is like, like, you should have called in and, right. and, you know, rebuttaled. But, you know... Um, yeah. And I've done as much research as I possibly can. Yeah. We do our due diligence. Mm-hmm. We make sure we find as much as we possibly can. And sometimes we're able to find nuggets and they ask, like, who told you this? How did you find this? Mm-hmm. Because we do a deep dive. Mm-hmm. And so my team, CJ, mainly CJ, he does, he does as great a job as he possibly can. And I was like, well, CJ, did you hear about this? And there are some things that I've heard over the years that we, we ask and, it, and people, they, they ask, they're like, well, how did you hear this? Where did you, where, where did you get this from? I said, I got my sources too. Yeah. So we try to make sure that we cover everything and we as thorough as possible. But my thing is, Gil, is that, look, you come to my platform, you talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, you know, trying to, I'm not trying to be no, I, I had no idea where Cab was going to go. I had some, the only thing that I really, that he, like I said, he went 30 minutes and I didn't even get a question in. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask the man where he was from, how <laughs> old he was, how many brothers and sisters he had. I didn't ask him anything. Mm-hmm. He just says, this is what I, this is what's on my mind. Yeah. I mean, they, but that's what makes for a great interview sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, he probably listened to that interview and, and felt some type of way, obviously did. But, you know, it, it's, you you have it's like having you you have the ball in your hand right yes yes he had the ball in his hand yes right he's making the call they're coming to him like he said i'm getting all these these yeah. things and i'm i'm trying to change it i'm saying i'm not going to do this i don't want right. this i don't want that well how long before they stop asking you to do stuff if you're going to keep denying and trying to change something Right? right before they just move on. So I think the problem is is the balls you didn't want, someone else picked them up and became a star with it. Right? Right. Now you want to try to diminish the person's stardom, right? He's a plant. No. He probably was a plant. Now he's a fucking tree. He's a tree <laughs> now. Right? He's done got his roots into these ground and he's stabilized. Right. Right. And, and and I think that's the problem. When he had the ball, I don't think he capitalized the way he wanted to. Genius. What he does is great. His yeah. movie roles, excellent. He plays the hell out of them. Yeah. You know, some of the roles he 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 dodged that he he, he rightfully so. Some movie roles he should have took. Right. right. But th- but that's his decision. He made the decision. Somebody else said, I'll do it. Right. And they, they took off. You can't blame a man for, for taking a job that you didn't want to take. No, I, absolutely not. And I think the thing is that when I told people, I was like, look, I, out the gate in 24, I said, I'm, we're going to break the internet. Mm-hmm. I said, the guy that I, that I got lied, I said, the person that I got teed up. I, Gil, you know, like, a lot of times, and I've done over 100 of these 
just for Club Shay Shay, much more because I used to do a lot of interviews when I was at CBS. And so, um, and I, you're like, you're like, I think this is going to be really, really, really good. But you don't know. You don't know. Because there have been some that I thought I did an excellent job and it didn't get the, the views, the likes, the mention, and didn't go viral like I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And I did some I thought it did was okay, but it just took off. Yeah. But this one, I had a sense. Yeah. And I remember I remember asking, you know, talking to Jordan, talking to CJ, and, 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 and the makeup, and it's like, what you think? And everybody was just... They were just shaking their head. I was like, what? They're like, you don't get. She, they're like, Shannon, this is going to go crazy. Yeah. I see. I don't know. Because, you know, I'm I'm trying to stay in my role as the interviewer mm-hmm. and not pick a side. You know, I'm going to, you know, he says something funny. I'm going to laugh. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to stay as straight and narrow as I possibly can. I just I'm not trying to push him in any direction. You just go. You just do you. Hey, and I'm going to try to follow you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And but I'm going to, you know, if there's something that I think that the audience is going to want to follow up to. I'm going to try to get that in there. Yeah. Uh, but Gil, I mean, I remember walking out and CJ, the uh, the producer of the show, he called. He's like, Shannon, this is going to blow up the Internet. I said, you think so? Mm-hmm. I said, I think it was good. He's like, no, you haven't done anything like this. And. <laughs> it's go it's go crazy. It's because you have because there's a history and the guest you had already laid the dominoes up for someone who's saying, "Wait, hold on, I got the ace cards on all y'all. Hold on, right. uh, uh-uh, that's not how this played out." And he right. gets, he gets to show his trump, and yeah. that's what that was. Um, you know, th- there were some episodes that I did. And not like this one where someone is getting to Trump and make himself like, no, that's not, that's not what happened. That, that, that's not what happened. But I had some that after we finished, I said, yo, we're going to, we're going to blow. But how does he look at me after this? Because sometimes right. when you're doing an interview and the guy gets so comfortable, he starts saying some things that right. I mean, because and that's the thing, Gil. I'm cool with Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with Ricky Smiley. I'm cool with said entertainer. I'm cool with uh, with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I know Michael Blackson a little bit, but I I don't know him. I don't have his number. But I'm a lot of the people that he earthquake. Yeah. Earthquake, my dog. I told her, quake all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's the guy that I talk to more than any of those guys. Mm-hmm. But do I have conversations with Steve, with Steve Harvey? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have I talked to Kevin Hart? Yeah, been to Kev's house, checked his car collection, and just saw him at an event the other night. So I have a, a a personal relationship. I'm not saying we boys they come to my house and I go to their house, but we have a a a a, a friendly uh, relationship that we cool. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, I'm like, well. That's the hardest part because he's talking up, he's saying things about people. And I'm like, man, I say the best thing for me is just to be Switzerland, stay neutral, mm-hmm. ask the questions, and then I'm going to let the view, viewing audience, I'm not taking a side, I'm going to let the viewing audience take their side. Uh, Cedric has already responded. Yeah. Michael Blackson has <laughs> responded. Uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think, I don't know if Kat's going to respond. Um, but it wasn't that faith. Uh, one of our faithful said that damn Laporte is true, sir. Cat took one sip. But nah, what? Hey, what? Hey, what? 
we, no, actually, we got Jordan can tell you, we could have should have had the cameras rolling when he walked in. Oh, he was gone already. And 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 listen, and, but, but but you know we and and I don't think a lot of people really understand like when you're when you're coming from the athletic side, you have more integrity. Right. Then just yeah. beat writer. Right. Yes. Who's trying yes. to make their name off of interviews. Right. right. There's somewhere I had to erase whole 20, 30 minutes of rants. Right. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Like, if you want to do this on your own, <laughs> right. It's on your own. But I'm not going to put this out. And then you look at me and like, why do you why protect me? Protect me. Yes. Right. And yeah. And that's the thing. I'm like. Wow. And so I just hope, and from the from the looks of it, fans have have really liked it. Um, that was our our goal was to try. Look, my goal is always the same, Gil. Mm-hmm. I try to do the best content I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I try to get people that I believe people that subscribe, listen, view, watch, download Club Shay Shay want to hear from. Yeah, and for the most part, I can get one or two stories that they haven't told or they haven't told in a long time. And if they have told, people don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what Cat did, I mean, he did he did me a solid. I mean, because, you know, I didn't think he was, I was going to be able to get him as soon as I, I did. I didn't. And, and at the end of the day, and what I've decided to do, I'm still Club Shea Shea's best booking agent. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a company. I got two companies that help, but I'm the best booking agent. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm just going to go back to, you know, hey, get on my phone. Hey, bro. Hey. Or go to people's DMs. Yeah. Listen, it was a good, it was a good interview. I mean, there's nothing, there's, you know, you know, this is between them. They all said their piece and he got to say his, right? That's how this was. This this is. He's just having to be last. You know the man. He's having to be last. The, the person that laughed the loudest laughed last. Mm-hmm. That's the last laugh that you heard. Yeah. So, right. And 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 it, because I follow because I follow comedy so much, I know all these guys joke. I know their material. I know like ah, that sound like this guy's right. You know, right. I used to BET. I, I used to. I, oh yeah, Comedy View yeah. and Def Comedy Jam. Yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, all, and I, Apollo. That's, yeah. That's all. That's why my humor sounds like the nineties. Yeah. Right. It sounds yeah. like the nineties. That rough, rugged. Corey Holcomb straight at you type of yeah. type of humor. You know, you know what I mean? So yes. guys where I'm like, man, you should have blown. What happened? Right. Um, you know, so this has been a war for a long time. Yeah. With this yeah. group. <laughs> right. With this group. Um, so it, it's one of those things where because there's only allowed right now, only a few comedians that can be at the top when you get that spot. The only thing you really can do is try to give parts to to everyone else. And yes. I, I think where Kevin has thrived for himself is when he can't do something, he puts someone else on. Yeah. Right? If he can't do something, he puts someone else on. And right. When you was in that position, if you didn't think of that, you can't get mad that he's doing it. Right. Right. You, you, you yeah. just got to see, you know what I mean? Because him, you know, Kat and um, um, Mike, Mike Epps, they both yeah. the same. They, they both beefing with the same person. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a man on the top and he, you know, he's smart right. enough not to let it go now. 
Yeah. I, I, that's that's how I am with my podcast is that I'm in a position now having a media company and I get an opportunity to try to help someone that want to right. help themselves, <laughs> that want that want to work. Mm-hmm. Because my whole thing is predicated on hard work and discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't bring those things to the table, it's not going to work for you and I. So let's not waste any, you know, let's not waste your time. And more importantly, not let's not waste mine. Mm-hmm. If you want to work, if you're disciplined, if you want to grow this thing, yes, I'm probably a guy that can help you. Yeah. And if I can't, hey, I'll point you in a different direction. Maybe we want different things. Maybe you want X and I can only give you T. Mm. But that's okay. Yep. But uh, it was a great interview. I'm glad you guys have received it very, very well. It's doing very, 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 very well on social media. So thank you guys. I want to get that out because you guys were, you guys were, uh, <laughs> was, was blowing the chat up. The Warriors, doesn't seem like Draymond is even close to coming back. Ask, ask if he's been in contact with Draymond. Steve Kerr said a little bit. We text, but we're giving him his space and he's giving us ours. Is he going to be back before the All-Star game, Gil? The thing is, if you're the Warriors, if you're Kurt, do you want him back before the All-Star game, right? Or do you want him back at all? You know, that's... I think that's the question, Gil. It it, it all depends on how Kaminga's playing, right? You know, my decision is going to be off Kaminga. What am I trying to do with the rest of the season? Am I trying to savor it? Am I trying to, you know, are we trying to make the playoffs? If not, hey, Draymond... You know, take as much time as you want. You're not in a rush. You know, I'm I'm looking, I'm, your mental health is more important than you coming in here winning, you know, trying to win games. So right now it's more about, you know, relax, take a break, recalibrate, and think about what you want to do with the next four years or five years of your career. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough, Gil, because Draymond is, has meant so much to this organization. And when you mean so much, it's hard to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question that I that I asked, and I, I had this conversation with Perk. I said, well, Perk, let me pitch it to you like this. It seems to me, anytime someone tried to challenge Draymond for that big three, he lashed out. Mm-hmm. If you look at him with Kevin Durant, because all of a sudden KD comes in there. I mean, look. I understand you guys have been there. You had won before KD, but I don't think that was the time of the place. And KD's like, give me that rock. Give me that rock. And Draymond, like, Draymond was like, hey, bro, I was making plays before you got here. Yep. Give you nothing. Get down there and I'm going to get you the ball. Mm-hmm. So that. Uh, you see uh, Jordan Poole. Now all of a sudden, Jordan Poole coming off a great season. They mentioned Jordan Poole. He's a new member of the big three. Mm-hmm. Kaminga. So it seemed like Draymond was didn't want to give up that spot as a member of the big three mm-hmm. or his spot as the member, maybe he now all of a sudden is four, but you're not three. And it seems like he lashes out when he feels that onslaught coming on. What What do you think? What, is, is there any validity, any truth to what I'm saying? What What do you think is going on with Draymond? That, that's a real thing. It's like, it's like um, if anybody's a pet lover and you have a dog, right? You had a dog for years, been loyal yeah. to you and you're bringing a new dog, right? Yeah. That old dog is jealous. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, and and, and it's going to nitpick, it's going to bar, it's going to do whatever it takes to yeah. get rid of it, right? We we know that, right? Uh, it, it the same thing in locker rooms, right? You know, um, he devoted himself to this team, these players, and just like anything, you got to upgrade. And you being a psychofascial lamb, I don't think he was ready for it. 
um, you know, when Katie came on, Katie's name was Katie. And and he's like, I'm not no fourth wheel member him. I'm not the I'm not the one out. Like when you put the billboard, you I'm there. And they're like, ah, it's big three. It's the big three billboard, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the big three billboard. Yeah. Right? And it, it, it probably did hurt his pride a little bit. Um it, it, it wasn't gonna change the way he played. It'd probably right. change some of the outbursts towards teammates. Right, was, right, right. Was, you know, that's the difference between a Dennis Rodman, a UD, uh, Charles Oakley, uh, Anthony Mason's them. It, it, they didn't do it to their teammates. No. Right. right? They, and I, that's that's the thing. That's no, Look, I understand is that that's the problem, mm-hmm. is that you lashing out of the teammate. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. It's tough when you've been that dog. And it's like, nah, bro, you ain't fit to come up here. This, this, it, it's like kids. Yeah, a kid, a kid is the only kid for a while, and you bring a new kid in there and see what happens if you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. And you see, we we talk about pets. Yeah. We talk about we talk about kids. Yes, it's just natural. I, I think the thing is for 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 me, I, the way I looked at it is like, look, there's enough pie for all of us to eat. Now, we might not get the same slice. I understood that John Elway and Terrell Davis was going to get the bigger slice of the pie mm-hmm. or cake or whatever dessert it was. But we won. I don't get to eat. Mm-hmm. I might not have got three scoops like they did, but that <laughs> one scoop was going to be well plenty. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I don't think enough guys think like that. It's like, but this is not the three scoops that I'm normally getting. And that's what it is. It's the, I was getting three scoops. Now you say you want to give two scoops, two of my scoops to him. And I don't know him like that. Right. He, he got two of my scoops. I'm stuck with one. Nah. And time, time comes. You get replaced. You get moved. And you got to understand the pecking order of just the game itself. When you was the third option, you did your job. We would not right. have right. four rings without you. Right. You 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 have done it. You've done what you've done. You put us in a position to keep moving forward. Right. Right. And and that's and I don't think sometimes we understand that part. Um, the decision is going to be hard. And I think that's why. You know, the main guy stepped down and gave it a Dunleavy. You make this move. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't want to make this because I want this on I'm my hands. I'm attached to it. Yeah, right? it is like trying to just, just tell them one of your kids, hey, you got to go. You can't get right. back here. Right. And sometimes you can't do that. And I I wouldn't be able to. You won four championships with me. I don't know if I can let you go like that. I would probably just be on the thing like, hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a pay you. But, you know, I'm not going to play. I don't want to trade you because I want you to, you know, retire here. There's just so much when it comes to the loyalty part that. um. It's going to be hard. You know what I mean? Because it's... It is. It is. But you know what, Gil? The way I looked at it in every situation is that I looked at it like I I, I left it better than I found it. Mm, yeah. And if you mm. if you are what you believe you are, you will never be forgotten. Excellent. I haven't played football in 20 years. But I tell you what, they remember in Baltimore, they remember what I did with the Ravens. Mm. They remember what I did in Denver. That's all I can do. So I can come there and give you everything I possibly got. I'm going to lay it all on the line for you. But when it's my time, when you say, Shannon, it's your time to leave. Got to go. 
I appreciate the two years you gave me. I appreciate the 12 years you gave me. That's it. Hey, I, 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 you know, I, I hope he's in, you know, good spirit. I hope he's taking his time to, re- you know, not reflect on why you were suspended. Reflect on the great things you have done for the game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? That, you know, I think sometimes when we're penalized, we we try to figure out, you know, why are we in this position, right? And, you know, what could I have done to sit back and, like, think about your rookie season and yeah. how you won your four championship, right? Think about the good things you did because in real time, we don't we don't look at our life. We don't look into your life until you're done and you get to go over plays that you forgot because you just you were a machine like player. Right now he gets to sit back and reflect on the greatness he's done. Think about Gil. The man's a second round draft pick. Mm -hmm. If somebody would have told him, say, you know what? We're gonna let you play a decade plus. You win four titles, you'll win defensive player of the year, you'll be an all NBA player. Man, he'd have jumped on that with both feet. What? Yes. Yes, sir. And I think that's what he needs to think about. All of us, when Katie, when Katie hurt his Achilles, I said, think about how great you played up until now. Yes. Reflect on what you've done great so you know where you're going later. When you get back healthy, you have a clear path and where you're going. And I said, take it from me. I was so into the moment of trying to, you know, get my place back that I didn't even enjoy the process. I put so much stress on myself to try to get back my game that I didn't realize that I wasn't healthy. Right. Right. Yeah, I wasn't healthy. I'm I'm sitting here. I got I had three knee surgeries in 14 months. And it was never the same. No. You can't keep going. You can't keep going into the body and think you're going to be the same. I don't care. Oh, facts. And you know the thing is, Gil? Oh, he having minor surgery. Minor surgery only happens to someone else. It's major when it happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, he having minor surgery. Hold on. You had the same surgery and said it was major. <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, 
business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Clay said something very interesting. Clay seemed to have accepted that he's not the same player he used to be. Last night, he revealed he had a conversation with Steve Kerr about the need to improve negative energy, be a better mentor, enjoy the last chapter of his career rather than obsess over stats and performance. It's tough. How tough is it for a player to know they've gotten old? It seems like Steve Kerr could tell him something that he called us. You don't know what you're talking about. I know what I can see. I see better than I hear. I know what you're saying, that you're the same guy, but that ain't what I see. Reality takes a while to catch up with us. It's just that when you get old, reality takes a while. It, 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 it takes... It takes a, a good ass whooping in the game to realize, oh, we ain't the same player no more. Right. Um, and I think that's where the problem lies is he knows deep down inside he's not the same player. And he was hoping that them four rings paid him. This It gave him the extension to reflect versus going out the way he's going out. He should have took that two, he should have took that two year 48. You took that two year forty eight, Gil, and 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 that's the problem. Like in his mind, okay, I know I'm not worth forty three, forty four, but I'm not worth twenty. <laughs> I'm not yeah. worth twenty something. I'm reason. I'm, I'm, I'm thirty five at least. Yeah, right. And but Gil, you're worth what you get. Yes, you you're only worth what somebody's willing to pay. Mm-hmm. People like, man, I wouldn't pay $20 million for no house. Okay, but somebody else did. Yep. I wouldn't pay $2 million for a car, but somebody else will. Mm-hmm. Worth is only determined by what someone is willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's what worth is. You don't get to determine your worth because you don't get to say, you don't get to pay yourself. Hey, <laughs> 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 I bet he Hey, give me $40 million a year. Hey, hey. Hey, uh, that sounds like ladies in on, on uh, IG. Hey, know your yeah. work, know yourself worth, girl. Yeah, <laughs> girl, you ain't worth. Oh, I worth, I worth this, I worth <laughs> that. <laughs> not if a dude ain't willing to give it to you. You not. <laughs> that's so funny. That's I understand. You know you worth. You think you worth a Birkin bag and a Cullinan mm-hmm. and a private jet? I get that you think you're supposed to get all of that, but that ain't how I value you. Yes. So, unless look. Now, Gil, I had a situation. I was talking to this young lady, and she said, uh, I want to watch. So, you know, I'm thinking, you know, what you want? I want an AP. Gil, I only got one AP. Now, I got one AP after playing 14 years in the NFL, Mm -hmm. being a Hall of Famer, and having a 17-year career in TV. Mm -hmm. I got one AP. And you come in and say, you want an AP? An AP. But I, I say, hey, Gil, I swear, Gil, we had a, I say, and she said, if you don't get it, we can't see each other no more. Cool. 
I walk right downstairs. She already, Gil, right hand before God, she already knew I wasn't going to get it. Because as I'm walking, as I'm walking down the stairs, she had an Uber out there waiting. Mm. She already knew I wasn't going to get it. I saw, I saw, Gil, I saw three days later, guess what she had on, on IG? A AP. Ooh. Somebody got it. Ooh. O'Shea Sharp was going to get it. And she's still single. Oh, that, and, 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 and that's, and that, that's the problem. Like it, it's like, you know, dating, dating today is, it's, 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 it's different because it's self-worth and that's not a real thing. Right. Um, you're worth what I, what you bring to the table, right? Yes. If I have a table. You can't say you are the table. I have a table. So that means I'm going to take your table, put it in, because my table is going to be more expensive. So I'm going to put your table in a closet. Mean you're not worth nothing to me. Are you going to bring food to this table? Are you going to bring chairs to the table? Your worth is what someone needs at the time. If I have a quarterback, you can't be a quarterback. Sit on the bench, right? Yeah, I got Lamar. I got Lamar. I got Patrick Mahomes. I don't need another one of them. Can you play receiver? Can you block? Can you tackle? <laughs> and that's and 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 I don't think women totally understand that your value is not the value you think; it's the value they need from you. Right? Yes, yes. So don't be telling me what. Oh, I got. If you ever tell me. Oh, I know some some N words, some ninjas that'll do this. Well, I'm gonna need to see it. Cause you got to get up out of here. Cause I'm not. I know some girls. You tell me what somebody else will do. Well, I'm gonna give you that opportunity to go fulfill your obligation, your dream. Because clearly, I'm holding you back. Mm-hmm. You nothing. You nothing to hold me hostage and try to make and guilt trip me. And oh, my, my last boy. Okay, <laughs> why are you not with him? <laughs> I mean. Every time I see you in an Uber, mm-hmm. so what a colony. Well, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, 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 so what 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 a, what a Lambo truck? You telling me what all these boyfriends did for you, and you was in Bali and you in, mm-hmm. in the Maldives, and you, you know what I'm saying? You were the Amalfi Coast. Where that at? Mm-hmm. You are, you around me like a bumblebee humming and bumming, and you telling me what they did. Where? I don't see it. Hey, uh, hold, hold, hold on. Um uh. You done named some some places I've never even heard of. What kind of women you going after? <laughs> I'm just telling you what they tell. Now, if, if it's a lie, they told it. I'm just telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and, every, and every time I see them, they on vacation. So clearly uh-huh. somebody. T- but you know what? I see them, but I don't see the dude. Mm. So, and I'm cool. I, I ain't got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, to each his own. Yep. But I'm just telling you, you can't guilt trip me. Mm-hmm. And to do it something. Okay. If I do something, I'm going to do it out of the kindness of my heart. Not because I'm trying to one-up another dude. Because I don't care. Mm-hmm. What he what he does, if that dude, he might make $500 million. Mm-hmm. Him giving you an AP and versus me giving you an AP. Nah, nah. I got other responsibilities. Yes, yes. I got grandkids now. I got kids. I got a mom. I got sister. I got brothers. Mm-hmm. I got overhead. <laughs> hey, but they self and and and, and 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 what you offering ain't worth. Ain't no AP. Ain't no AP. Ain't. I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm just gonna keep it real. And, and that's and that's that that's the that's the Golden State speech to Clay. Hey, you ain't worth no AP. I'm just whatever happened to a 
what happened to a Roly? I remember when a Roly was the joint. Hey, now they talk about AP. They won't protect. They won't. They won't Vacheron Constantine. Yeah, I don't even know. Huh? I don't even know what that is, huh? Yeah. yeah they won't Jacob. I want iPhone. They got. They got. The, they got the, the time right there on the iPhone. Huh? <laughs> Baby, hey, hey, Gil, man, hey, man, hey. Like I said, I look, and I'm more. Of a, I'm more of a guy that I'll give. But when you come to me sideways, I'm a book. I, it's just simple that I'm a book. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, when 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 women do that, I'm putting you in a category, and that that category has a short road, right? Either you yeah. won't, either you want these items or you want longevity. You want you want the ATM or you want the safe, right? It's your choice. If you want the yeah. If you want the ATM right now, yeah, I'll get you that. But this is the this is the road you want. Eventually, I'm gonna cut this cord and I'm gonna focus on the one who wants to build the bank with me. And the thing about the ATM, you have to put money back in it. Yep. So the safe is unlimited. Mm-hmm. Unlimited. But they don't. It's a. Hey. These don't, hey, I, I'm sorry, Gil and I got off on this tangent. <laughs> no, I'm not. We're going to be off on another tangent next week. We're going to be on a tangent again next week. Pat Bell says Joel Embiid is on pace to have the greatest season all time. If he finished the season the way he's playing now, it would be the greatest season of a single player that's ever played the game of basketball. He's leading the league in scoring with averaging about 35 points a game. He returned to the lineup on Tuesday for the first time since December 22nd. Dropped 30, 31, 15, and 10 on the Bulls. It's his 15th straight game with at least 30 points and 10 rebounds. He averaged he averaged 40 points for the month of December on 61, 42, 92 splits. Uh, the Sixers in a Tuesday outscoring their opponents by about 10 points a game with a billion on the floor. Pat Bell, I like Pat Bell. I really do. Mm-hmm. Got an opportunity to see him around from time to time. Being at the Lakers game last year, got an opportunity. He come over, he holler at me. So are we gonna say like Wilt seasons didn't exist? Jordan season didn't exist. Kobe season didn't exist. So, so I, I'm just trying to think. I, and I get it. People act like today, like whatever you see today, that's the greatest. Mm-hmm. That's the best food. That's the best car. That was the best clothes, bro. So when somebody when when he does 50 25, when he does 44 27. Wilt never averaged less than 18 rebounds a season. He averaged 30 points and 23 rebounds for a season. Look at some of Jordan's season. Look mm-hmm. at Kobe's season. Look at Harden's season. Mm-hmm. Harden had like 30 games where he averaged 30, had at least 30 points. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Joel Embiid is having a hell of a season. But, bro, just because someone is having a, a historic season, that doesn't mean we just got to we just discount everything that's ever that's ever happened up until this point. Oh no, he getting drug tested tomorrow. Oh no, oh no, they gonna tell you, hey Pat, come on up in this uh this room real quick. Go ahead, take, take uh t- put your shirt up and go ahead pee in this cup. We are gonna have to test you on that statement. <laughs> come on, like eighty eight, like eighty eight is a, a, a season to re- be remembered. Yes, all the accolades that was won by one man, which probably would never happen again. No. Like now win the scoring win the scoring title, win MVP, defensive player of the year, MVP. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like it was a one man tangent that that's never gonna happen again. Like for Pat, this might be the best season that he's ever seen. 
been a part of. Been a part of or seen period. Like me yes. yeah. Jordan 88. Yeah, you right. know, we wasn't, you know, we was little. We wasn't watching. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you know right. what I mean? So you, yeah, we yeah. didn't get to understand what that was. So uh, we can read the stats. So for the basketball minds, the 88. They're 81 for me, right? Watching, you know, T-Mac hit the 62 while I'm on the court, right? Those are games like, oh, man, right? So him watching it in real time, that statement is coming from real life experience. Right. Not, not, not history. Right. This, is, this ain't a history. This is what he's seen while he's been playing the game of basketball. Right. And, and Steph. Winning uni- uh, the MVP unanimous. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that's ever won that, and he's a guard. Mm-hmm. And he led the league in scoring. I mean, there have been some great seasons. We'd have to go back and, and look, but we'll probably got five of them. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, in today's game, you, you're trying to, you know, with these players, you know, what they're going to remember is they'll remember Kobe's 81. Yes. Three on the Mavs. Um, you remember uh, Russell's triple double that first year that triple double season? Yes, where, yes, yes. You know, yes. You're gonna remember this, this Oscar? Yes. Um, that Steph Curry when everybody was on, like with that seventy three and nine that year, you gonna yes. remember that, right? You know, yes. so there's 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 these glimpses in James Harden's tangent, yeah, right, and you know, Joker at the beginning of the season last year. But I think with 35 a game from the big man, the way he's doing it, this could go down within the last 10 years as probably one of the best. Yeah. You know, seasons. And, you know, you're right there. That's your guy. That's your teammate. So, yeah, you're going to give him extra little love. Yeah, yeah, you you, 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 add a, you you add a little yeast to it, sort of grow a little more. Yeah, you want to you want you want to contract? Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, <laughs> go ahead, make fella sign him two more years. Yeah, I, I tell people all our basketball fans go back and look at that sixty one sixty two season and look at the numbers that those guys put up mm. because we'll average fifty twenty five, but that was also the year that Oscar averaged the triple double. Yeah, that was also the year that Jerry West was I think thirty points, five rebounds, six assists. Walt Bellamy. Average like 35, 31 and 19. Yeah. Uh uh Elgin Baylor was like 30 and 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back and look at that, that season, 61, mm-hmm. 62. They they believe many believe it's the greatest statistical season for individuals in a in a basketball season. Um, but that's not to throw shade because Joel and B is playing unbelievable. Unbelievable. And right now, I think he and Joker have separated themselves from the pack. I think those are clearly the two best players, and there's no knock on Giannis, LeBron, KD, anybody. Mm-hmm. But those two big guys right there, they're the best. They're they're the best at it right now. Yeah, they're the best at what they're doing. I mean, they're 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 really balling. I mean, you can throw Luca in there. But Luka, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What Luca's doing is impressive too. Um, but you know, the big guys right now are really dominating, and you know, uh, Joel Embiid is dominating. You know, scoring mostly, and Joker's dominating just overall basketball. On how it's played. Yeah. Westbrook enters the top 25 in scoring draws. He joins LeBron James and Oscar Robinson as the only as the only two uh, players in the top 25 in scoring, top 10 in assists. How should we remember Russ? As a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what he is. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, came in. He is the ideal player. When you when you're talking about that that speech you got to give in a championship, 
right? We need to go out and we need to play 110% every possession. Bob. That, he's that guy that you're, you're telling everyone else to be. Right. right. He's the yeah. guy okay. that you're okay. telling everybody else. You don't have to prep him up. You don't have. He is ready to go every game. We've never looked at a game and said, Russell wasn't, Russell didn't have it today. Or he wasn't no. giving. He's giving you 110% every game nope. he's ever stepped. He ain't never, he ain't never shortchanged him. Never. He he ain't never, he's never showed up for work without his hard hat and his work boots. You paid him an honest salary. He gave you an honest day's work. Yep. Now, did he, was he turn high turnover? Sure. Would he did he take some ill-advised shots? But at the end of the day, mm. I know I could count on Russ. Yep, man, Russ, Doc, Russ, you never, you'll never, nobody has played harder game in and game out, year in and year out. And I'm talking about the greats, mm-hmm. the Russ. Yep. Not every, not every game. He played every game like, man, I don't, I don't even know. If, not only am I, I might not even be here tomorrow. I might not be in the NBA. I might not be alive. I might be on Mars. <laughs> I might be on Jupiter. He played every game like it was his last game. Yes. And that's, and that's what we need to remember, right? You know, it, it's everything else is, is opinion perception, right? You know, you, you're, Rebounding, that's a hustle. You're 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 knocking the man for hustling now. Yeah. Right? You know, I like there's we we talk there's Lopez. Can you get 10 rebounds? God hell no. <laughs> he ain't never averaged 10 rebounds in the season. And that, has he? No. Has Robert Brooke oh, Lopez ever averaged 10? Yeah, you know that answer. Hell no. <laughs> Probably like seven to eight <laughs> might be as high. But that's the thing that Russell gets a, your 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 stat chasing rebounds, and then the, the big man who's supposed to get it ain't doing it. Right? Well, he needs stat chase too. He gets a rebound. That's what it is. Yeah, you, can he do it? <laughs> yeah, eight point six is uh, Brook yeah. Lopez high. You know, so you know, have if I have a Lopez, I need a Russell. Yeah, get the rebounds he can't get. You know what I mean? So you know, when you have a guy like that, that's going to give you your, I'm going to write that check to him every time. Because I know as long as he can, as long as he puts on that jersey, he's going to give me my money's worth. That's all you can ask a man. Uh, does OKC have the best best core players in the league? Chandler Parsons says, I think it's not even close that the, the Thunder have the best core now and they have the best core moving forward. Core? Is that two players, three players? What? Well, are we? Well, they got every 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 Williams that lives in Oklahoma is on the team. They got like seven guys named Williams on the team. So Jalen Williams, well, with a Y and the other with an L, because I but, mean, uh, I mean your core is your, your core right now. Is Shea Chet. I mean, start the season, Giddy was part of that core, but you yeah. know he went from averaging sixteen to averaging twelve this year. So he's having a down year. Um, yeah, you know. He's he's averaging less than he did his his rookie year. You know his rookie year is twelve eight and what twelve eight and six. This year is mm-hmm. twelve six and four. So is he part of my core? Really, I got two players. I mean, you know, are they are those three better than Fox, Sabonis, and Murray? Grizzlies, Ja, Bain, and Jaron. Raptors, quickly Barrett and Barnes. I mean, you know, you got a few teams out there that got a, a nice little young nucleus, right? 
I mean, you, I mean, if you want to say they got one of the best young players, okay, I get that with Shea. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he, he he's right there. I, what is he, like 22, 23? Yep. About 22, um, 24, yeah. And when you look at it, and, uh, you know, I don't know if you said this. Uh, we Perk and I was talking about it on our first take. And uh, you're talking about the trade is that Doc was explaining, said, like, you know, Hey, Kawhi, I think you need to get this kid a chance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nope, if you don't get PG, if I can't get PG, I'm going to have to go to the other team. Yeah. And Perk and I was, and I agree. Shea better than Paul George. Yeah. Right now, Shea better than Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about Kawhi right now. Yeah. Now, Kawhi got accolades. Kawhi's a two-time finals champ. He's a two-time finals MVP. There's no denying that. But Shea better right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shea was better. He was better last year. He better. He was and, he, and, and I can count on him. He gonna play. He gonna give me seventy games. Yeah, I mean that's what I said. They have one guy. They have Chet, and then from there, you know, you know, you know, you got you got Giddy. I mean, you know, like Job Bain and Jaron. You know, seems like a more solid three. Yeah, and it's a three. It's you know, it's three. You know, um, to be honest, because they're still young. I mean. Boston, you, 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 I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, with 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 Tatum Brown and and Derek and 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 White, yeah, Tatum Brown and White. I mean, if Porzingis, or Porzingis, I mean, but you yeah. know, with those two, you still got a solid unit. So you know, when they make statements like you know, um, core, they have a nice core. Like how young you're talking, so you can cut out some of these numbers. But you know, right? You know, Grizzlies, Raptor, Gl- Grizzlies, Sack, and OKC. They're right. They're right there. Right. No, I, I agree. Uh, Meadow says Wembley, Wimbenyama, for sure will score 101 points in the NBA game. Wimbenyama is the closest to Will that we'll ever see. He's going to run into the Detroit Pistons from a year or 20 of the Clippers 20 years ago. He's going to get 101. Can we drill test retired players too? Yeah, they should. He must have been. I've been trying to make sure ain't none of my bottles been open behind me, Gil. Because he clearly broke in my house and drank a whole bottle. I mean, I mean, people just, they make it, first of all, obviously, he's skilled. He's seven four, seven three and a half, seven four. Mm-hmm. He's skilled. He can shoot like no other seven four guys that we've ever seen. Got nice handles. But do you know how... I mean, how incredibly efficient you're going to have to be to get 100 points? Okay. Okay, if we rewind time and go back to the year, there's a Shaq's when he lost that um, scoring title to David Robinson. David Robinson had 71. Yeah, so how he got that 71 is, is it, it could be a possibility uh for Wimby, but his team don't like him like that. Where they was force feeding David Robinson so he can beat that scoring title. Right. Right. Now, if he had teammates like David Robinson did and say, hey, you want to score 101? We're yeah. just going to give you the ball every single time and we're just going to see if you can break it. I don't, that ain't today's basketball. Right. No. Um, it's unlikely. But look at, but when but, you go look at, look at the, look at how many shots. When Kobe scored 80, when Wilt scored uh, 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 100, I think he shot like 48 times. He was 28, if I'm not mistaken, he was like 28 or 32 from the free throw line. What's the likelihood of somebody getting up 48 shots in an NBA game? 
Now, Kobe got up 50 his last game. He scored 60. Yeah, see, it'd be... It, okay, so when you talk about something like that, like, it has to be one of those days where the team is like, okay, we're going to allow you to do this. And the fact that he is 7'6", and most of that, most of those buckets can be right under the basket. Right. Right. It, it's, it, it, it won't happen, but let's say, hey, I need 101 points to break the scoring record. <laughs> and the teammates be like, all right, bet, let's do this. But do you really? But hey, not, in the, not in a competitive game. No, it won't right. happen in a competitive game. And, and plus, you're going to have to shoot. You're going to probably have to shoot somewhere between 30 and 40 free throws. And you're going to have to make like 95% of them. Yeah. But he gets you free throws. What, what's 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 Wimby's free throw percentage? Now, Will, that was Will's greatest free throw that night. He went 28 or 32. See, it was men. It was men. <laughs> it was men. But, and the thing was, they were stalling the ball. They didn't want, they didn't want him to get, they didn't want him to get it. So they just like, he's shooting 78%. So he's got, so in other words, he got to shoot like 60 free throws. It made like 44, 48. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. It's, un it's unrealistic. It's just one of those days. It's just, it's going to be one of those days where if. And they're not going to let you do it, Gil. Not Cause you remember, you remember when Book, Book had that streak. I think he had like three games in a row. He had average like 50. Mm -hmm. And then he had like 40, like 44 with like five minutes to go. And they just triple teamed him. like, no, nah, you're not going to do this. No, no, yeah. You're not going not to get 50 on us again. Nope, nope, nope. It ain't going to happen. I mean, pride from the other team is... Yeah. But that's where that's where the fouling comes in, too. Where I don't want you to score, so I'm going to foul you. You earn it at the free throw line. Right. You know, so... Uh, I'm going to foul he, hard. He, he need to be drug tested, too. Uh, that's all. <laughs> Mike, ask you, Junior, ask, as a 43-year-old man, I appreciate the relationship combo. I knew getting old and dating, I knew I was getting old looking at the dating scene. D.C. to Virginia Beach, it's wild out here. It's, it's wild out here. It's wild. It is. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Like, um, it's just, I guess, it's just the expectations that has been set. Um, I, I, t I tell women this, and it's, 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 it's rough. It is rough. Bring, bring, the value you need to bring, I can outsource it. If I can't outsource your value, then that's the value that you need to bring to me. If I can outsource it, oh, I clean. I can, I can, I can get a maid. You cook. I can yeah. get the chef. Right? Uh, I can give you a little bit of this. Oh, I can pay for that from somebody else. Right? If I can outsource <laughs> the responsibilities, right. then you're not worth what you think you are. Nah. I can't outsource I love. Bring me peace. Yeah. One thing that the one thing they can't fucking do sometimes. Um, bring me no distractions. Why they sitting there? Hey, <laughs> the kids. I mean, that's what I need. We're simple. It's 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 simple. It, it's simple, right? It's it's the uh, attention, right? And and women don't understand this from men, right? Especially a working man. If I if if we're working and we're doing all of this and our life is the way it is, right? And we're dating, and I just finished my job and I'm going out there to chill. What changes is now I have to entertain you. That's not peace for me. Right. That's not if I gotta enter now, I gotta. 
entertain you. Hey, you got to show me some affection today. It's easier to remove you and I don't have to do that. Right? Versus now, I just left job. Now I got to entertain you for two hours before now I can go to sleep or do this and do that. Like it becomes now a job versus, hey, while I'm at work, you do something. And then, you know, when you're done and I'm done, we come and we can enjoy each other's space versus now I got to entertain you and make you feel important, which that becomes another chore for a man. You look at that, that's another job for you. That's another job. Yeah. And it, I, and I, 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 I get it, you know, for me is that I just can't be a hype man. I just can't tell you 20, 20 hours a day how good you look, how fine I, how fine you are, and how lucky I am to have you. Mm-hmm. I just can't be your hype man. Yep. Not all the time. I don't got no problem telling you, the damn, baby, you fine. I am lucky. You're smart. I appreciate what you do. Hey, you make sure everything flows smoothly. But I can't do that all the time. I can't. I can't. Because we don't require it. The only thing I want to do <laughs> All the time is breed. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing I want. That's the only thing I want to do all the time. And, and uh, it's it's just it's, it's it's tough. It's tough, Gil. I mean, and, and unless you're in this situation, you know, people don't, people think just because, just because you got money, everything is easier. Well, some of the things, but what about the things that money can't buy? Mm-hmm. Can't buy me peace. Mm-hmm. Can't buy me love. Can't buy me understanding. Can't buy me compassion. You're talking about all the things uh, that honesty, right? It's all the things that money can buy will only suffice temporarily. Mm-hmm. That new car is only gonna make you happy for a short period of time because it's gonna get dirty just like all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That new watch, hey man, they only made 15 of these. Guess what? They're gonna make 15 of a different kind. Next year, mm-hmm. or going on that vacation. So all the things that money can provide doesn't necessarily make you happy. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it, you know, not you know when somebody looked up like man, and y'all need to find the right ones, and yeah, everyone. That's everyone. It's just not us. It's everyone. Just as a woman, understand. From the other side of what a man's doing, right? We know what you do. Your your home, if you're taking care of the, the the house and all that, we get that, right? When he's at work, he's doing his job. Sometimes when that man comes home for peace, he don't want to work. He don't want to stay working. And working yeah. is is oh, what do you want to do? You want to go to the mall? You want to go do this? How you day? How you did? How you did? How you did? Like, <laughs> right? Right? It's 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 it becomes it becomes exhausting to the point where it's like it's easier to not have you, right? Yeah. Because one thing I know we're not gonna do as men is we're not gonna stress ourselves out. No, why would? It? Yeah, why would? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, my job is stressful enough. Mm. To come up, you know, we do this. I do night. I do nightcap three days a week. I come up with we do. I do first take twice a week. I do club shay shay. Mm-hmm. So to constantly try to come up with fresh content and talk about things that doesn't sound redundant and people haven't heard over and over to break the monotony of it to not only ed- entertain but to educate and inform people, it's not an easy task. No, 
And the last thing I want to do is come home. I mean, so look, I'm a gossip. And the thing is, the people that they see on TV and people ask, like, have asked people, what's he really like? People that have dated me. Mm -hmm. And they say he's nothing like what you see on television. He's quiet. Mm -hmm. He comes home. He'll eat. He'll interact. And he just goes upstairs. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, if it's not sports on, he doesn't watch TV. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a deep thinker. Uh, and you know, I come in. Hey, how you doing? How your day was? You know, good. I want to play with the dogs for a little while because they hadn't seen me. They're gonna be all over <laughs> me. I want to play with them, get them settled down for about twenty minutes. Um, eat, shower, talk a little while, and that's it. I just want to. Uh, Oh, and ask somebody, hey, yeah, and brush your teeth for the eight times. <laughs> <laughs> she she always try to, yeah, George, you see how she try to get it in? She, but she try, <laughs> and then talk about, why y'all always picking on me? Because <laughs> you always looking to get a little jab in, don't yeah. make nobody notice it. Uh, upgrade, upgrade King donated. He said, Uncle Gil, should the winner of the in-season tournament get an automatic buy into the playoffs? Six seed, winner takes so much out, out, uh, out of teams is like 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 it's doing it to the Lakers. Should if you win the end season tournament, should you automatically get a play, playoff bid? No, because um, you know you don't want to win the end season tournament and then tank it the rest of the season and then becoming no, yeah yeah in the playoffs and then because if you make the playoff, let, let's just say you become last place, right? <laughs> now that that last place gets you damn near top three four pick. Yeah, but if you exactly. want an in-season tournament, you in the playoffs, and that right. you get a six seed. You don't want the six seed draft pick. Yeah, no, nah. I won't. I want. <laughs> I want. I want the number one, the, the top three seeds. Hopefully, I get the top top pick. I get a Wimby Yama. Yeah, or I get a LeBron. Yeah, I want. <laughs> like, I think that whoever wins the in-season tournament should get the fourteenth pick in the NBA draft automatically, okay. right? Um. Still lottery, but not the high end of the yeah, lottery. Yeah, it's the last lottery. So if you win it and still become the last place, you got 14th, you might have six, and you get the, right. the number one pick. Like, you know what I mean? But it, there has to be some reward for winning. Right. Right. Reward now in sports is the last place team, the bottom end. We get to get the number one guy. We get to be rewarded with A future. Right. I get to tank, lose to get a future. That doesn't happen in everyday world, in everyday yeah. society. You cannot be a loser and be rewarded for being a... Imagine, you're, you, you, you at first taking... This person has the worst takes. He has the worst views. <laughs> he gets an extra bump on the paycheck. And you sitting yeah. here like, what? what? <laughs> or you could be like, you could be like the Lakers. Win the title at 82 and then get the number one overall draft pick, it turns out to be James Worthy. <laughs> but that's hey, now that's now that's something to fight that's cheap. for. But that's something to fight for, though. Yeah. Right now you building yeah. teams because you know what the reward is. Yeah. Versus- or they used to have the draft where you know you could draft a player, the player could go back to school, but you still own this draft rights. That's what the Celtics did to Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Bird got drafted as a junior. They drafted now nah, he went back to school and said, We still got you. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then and then you can lose that year and still get a number one pick again. <laughs> and you still get you still got Larry Bird coming. You still got Larry. Vincent uh, R said Dwayne the Rock Johnson returned home to the WWE on Monday and called out his cousin, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Ungill, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? Love the show. Were you a big wrestling fan? Yeah. Oh man, Snake yeah. Rob. Look, I was Jake the Snake Robinson, Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> it was Jake the Snake Ultimate. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. You got Ultimate well, yeah. Warrior, Jake the Snake, and um, so that's my back way back there. Yeah, yeah. We'll say I go back a little further than you. I grew up with uh Georgia Championship Wrestling with Gordon Soley. So we had Dusty Rhodes, Andre the Giant. Mm. We had Bobo Brazil. We had Ox Baker. I mean, we had we a hey, Mr. Wrestling number one and two. Uh, we had Pack Song. Oh man. It was Abdullah the Butcher. It was just like my grandfather used to just haul us around. You know, we go to Savannah, we go to Vidalia, we go to uh, Baxley. I mean, they would come to wrestle, would come to little small towns and wrestle back then. It's not WWE. Uh-huh. It's not what it is because everybody had to own, like Georgia Championship and Florida Championship and Mid-Atlantic Championship. Uh-huh. Everybody, like it, regionals, had, re- had wrestling. Oh, so, so it's not like, yeah, it's not under one roof like it was. Yeah, you know, so, uh, man, I just, man. Ooh, Harley Race, Nick Bockwinkle. Man, I lose the love, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. hey, Gil. <laughs> Me and my cousin, we packed up that car many times in Hall Tail to Savannah. See, I've never, see, been, uh, I've never been to one. So I've never been to. Oh, you never been to? No, oh, I've man. never been one. Just, you know, just as a kid watching it. What? Yeah. Rick Flair. Yeah, Rick Flair. Flair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Arn uh, Anderson. <sighs> Man, y'all know I love I love some <laughs> I love 34 Virgo said, uh, uh. I'm 12 minutes into the interview and <laughs> I'm dead. Cat is straight wilding out a hand. Oh, straight wilding out with hand grenades, pausing to drink, has me rolling. He was on one. He had a lot to get. He, he said, he, he if you heard lot. him, he got a lot to get off his chest. Mm-hmm. I was just the, I was the, the vehicle. <laughs> and uh, I was the car that he was. I, I, yeah, yeah. I was just uh, and it's doing extremely well. It's up to a three point three million views hey. in uh in about twelve. What is it? Twelve hours? Thirteen. In thirteen hours, we had three point three million views. Ooh, congratulations! Hey, I, I thought conservatively maybe we could get to like uh two and a half, but it looks like it might it might top out at five million in the first day. Yeah. I knew it was going to be big because there were a, a, a 121,000 people watching it in the chat today. So I knew I was like, okay. Oh, wow. This might, yeah, this might be, I said, this might be bigger than I thought. Mm, it was. So I'm calling. So I called CJ and said, well, CJ, what's, I mean, he's like, normally, like, if you can get three, 4,000 people, up to three to 4,000, we already have 48,000. What you yeah. mean, three to 4,000? And it, it just and it and it never came down. It mm-hmm. never, you know, a lot of times you get in the chat, they'll it'll dip. Yeah. It never dipped. It just kept going. Oh, it, and was, so, it was just great. It was great. Uh bro, Antonio Robinson, great interview. Can't kill it. Proverbs 1320. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of a fool will suffer harm. Watch them, uh, watch them friends, uh. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Lamar, uh, Lamar Allen said that can't weave interview is going crazy. It is. It is. And so, guys, I really thank you guys for not only supporting Club Shay Shay, but supporting this nightcap. And, you know, we took some time off from uh, dropping episodes on nightcap, uh, excuse me, on uh, Club Shay Shay because we wanted to start uh, 
2024 with a bang. Yeah, hey, it's whew, came out, but I got something else in store too. Hey, I, mean, I got another. Hey, I got another hey, heater. Oh, I got another heater. You came out like John Morant, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got some smoke. Uh, please make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Did we gain? Did we gain? Uh, okay, we gained a thousand uh, subscribers while we're in the chat. Six hundred and ten. Make sure you click that uh, subscribe button. The Nightcast podcast feed. You can also get the uh, the feed in Club Shay Shay. Thank you. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to Gills Arena, his YouTube channel. The show airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 Eastern, 2.30 Eastern time. That's Monday through Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's Gil's Arena. That's his YouTube channel. Make sure you go subscribe to Gil's channel. He talks basketball. He's very thoughtful. Tells great stories. Him and the crew on that. We've also pinned Shea by Laportier, the link at the top of the chat. You miss, hey, you miss New Year's, but guess what? We got Valentine's Day, we got President's Day, we got St. Patrick's Day, and and we got the Super Bowl. You know, the Super Bowl, we got to drink during the Super Bowl. Oh, so yeah. go on and get your bottle of that shade by Laportier. Support your uncle. We greatly appreciate it. Gail, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. I really, really enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys, make sure you follow Gail. Gail joins me every Wednesday for his basketball takes. We're going to try to figure out something else, do some more dates, or once the NFL season is over with. Uh, I'm your favorite sports on Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero. Happy New Year's, everybody. He's your uh, favorite <laughs> Arizona Wildcat. You remember these, Gil? Hell no. What the hell is those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> who gave you those, man? The hula. What hula? What? That's not hey, Michael Jordan. The chat, chat going to go crazy with those. chat going to go crazy with those. I'm telling you, Gil. What? What are those? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, they done sold you a bad pair. No, man. These, oh, these old. No, uh-uh, these hot. Man, I got the last pair. I got the last man, pair. Those are the balls, man. <laughs> they the hell now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have took the left shoe off. It looked better with the... On the left side with the left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining another episode of Nightcap. I'm your favorite sports fan, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero. Arizona Wildcat basketball legend, number zero, agent zero, Gil Arenas. Thank you very much. Gil, nice talk night, to you, night. Nice to see you. <laughs>
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.